Letter sixteen of Letters on England by Voltaire, edited by Henry Molly. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Cheyenne Arrowsmith. Letters on England by Voltaire. Letter sixteen on sir isaac newton's optics the philosophers of the last age found out a new universe and a circumstance which made its discovery more difficult was that no one had so much as suspected its existence the most sage and judicious were of opinion that it was a frantic rashness to dare so much as to imagine that it was possible to guess the laws by which the celestial bodies move and the manner how light acts galileo by his astronomical discoveries kepler by his calculation descartes at least in his dioptrics and sir isaac newton in all his works severally saw the mechanism of the springs of the world the geometricians have subjected infinity to the laws of circulation the circulation of the blood in animals and of the sap in vegetables have changed the face of nature with regard to us a new kind of existence has been given to bodies in the air pump by the assistance of telescopes bodies have been brought nearer to one another finally the several discoveries which sir isaac newton has made on light are equal to the boldest things which the curiosity of man could expect after so many philosophical novelties till antonio de dominis the rainbow was considered as an inexplicable miracle this philosopher guessed that it was a necessary effect of the sun and the rain Descartes gained immortal fame by his mathematical explication of this so natural a phenomenon. He calculated the reflections and the refractions of light in drops of rain, and his sagacity on this occasion was at that time looked upon as next to divine. But what would he have said had it been proved to him that he was mistaken in the nature of light? that he had not the least reason to maintain that it is a globular body, that it is false to assert that this matter, spreading itself through the whole, waits only to be projected forward by the sun, in order to be put in action, in like manner as a long staff acts at one end when pushed forward by the other that light is certainly darted by the sun in fine that light is transmitted from the sun to the earth in about seven minutes though a cannon-ball which were not to lose any of its velocity could not go that distance in less than twenty-five years how great would have been his astonishment had he been told that light does not reflect directly by impinging against the solid parts of bodies that bodies are not transparent when they have large poles and that 
a man should arise who would demonstrate all these paradoxes and anatomize a single ray of light with more dexterity than the ablest artist dissects a human body this man is come sir isaac newton has demonstrated to the eye by the bare assistance of the prism that light is a composition of coloured rays which being united form white colour a single ray is by him divided into seven which all fall upon a piece of linen or sheet of white paper in their order one above the other and at unequal distances the first is red the second orange the third yellow the fourth green the fifth blue the sixth indigo the seventh a violet purple each of these rays transmitted afterwards by a hundred other prisms will never change the colour it bears in like manner as gold when completely purged from its dross will never change afterwards in the crucible as a superabundant proof that each of these elementary rays has inherently in itself that which forms its colour to the eye take a small piece of yellow wood for instance and set it in a ray of a red colour this wood will instantly be tinged red but set it in a ray of a green colour it assumes a green colour and so of all the rest from what cause therefore do colours arise in nature it is nothing but the disposition of bodies to reflect the rays of a certain order and to absorb all the rest what then is this secret disposition sir isaac newton demonstrates that it is nothing more than the density of the small constituent particles of which a body is composed and how is this reflection performed it was supposed to arise from the rebounding of the rays in the same manner as a ball on the surface of a solid body but this is a mistake for sir isaac taught the astonished philosophers that bodies are opaque for no other reason but because their poles are large that light reflects on our eyes from the very bosom of these poles that the smaller the poles of a body are the more such a body is transparent thus paper which reflects the light when dry transmits it when oiled because the oil by filling its poles makes them much smaller it is there that examining the vast porosity of bodies every particle having its poles and every particle of those particles having its own he shows we are not certain that there is a cubic inch of solid matter in the universe so far are we from conceiving what matter is having thus divided as it were light into its elements and carry the sagacity of his discoveries so far as to prove the method of distinguishing compound colours from such as are primitive he shows that these elementary rays separated by the prism are ranged in their order for no other reason but because they are refracted in that very order and it is this property unknown till he discovered it of breaking or splitting in this proportion 
it is this unequal refraction of rays this power of refracting the red less than the orange color etc which he calls the different refrangibility the most reflexible rays are the most refrangible and from hence he evinces that the same power is the cause both of the reflection and the refraction of light but all these wonders are merely but the opening of his discoveries he found out the secret to see the vibrations of fits of light which come and go incessantly and which either transmit light or reflect it according to the density of the parts they meet with he has presumed to calculate the density of the particles of air necessary between two glasses the one flat the other convex on one side set one upon the other in order to operate such a transmission or reflection or to form such and such a colour from all these combinations he discovers the proportion in which light acts on bodies and bodies act on light he saw light so perfectly that he has determined to what degree of perfection the art of increasing it and of assisting our eyes by telescopes can be carried descartes from a noble confidence that was very excusable considering how strongly he was fired at the first discoveries he made in an art which he almost first found out descartes i say hoped to discover in the stars by the assistance of telescopes objects as small as those we discern upon the earth but sir isaac has shown that dioptric telescopes cannot be brought to a greater perfection because of that refraction and of that very refrangibility which at the same time that they bring objects nearer to us scatter too much the elementary rays he has calculated in these glasses the proportion of the scattering of the red and of the blue rays and proceeding so far as to demonstrate things which were not supposed even to exist he examines the inequalities which arise from the shape or figure of the glass and that which arises from the refrangibility he finds that the object glass of the telescope being convex on one side and flat on the other in case the flat side be turned towards the object the error which arises from the construction and the position of the glass is above five thousand times less than the error which arises from the refrangibility and therefore that the shape or figure of the glasses is not the cause why telescopes cannot be carried to a greater perfection but arises wholly from the nature of light for this reason he invented a telescope which discovers objects by reflection and not by refraction telescopes of this new kind are very hard to make and their use is not easy but according to the english a reflective telescope of but five feet has the same effect as another of a hundred feet in length end of letter sixteen recording by cheyenne arrowsmith